Welcome to Belly Up to the Blackboard, a podcast focused on the reality of teaching and other musings from and about professionals, hosted by Chris Munn and Justin Russell. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, good news and bad news, Justin's back in town. Yeah, depends on who you are and which way that goes. That's that's very true. It is uh, St. Patty's Day, so... Um, Top of the morning. While we get into it... All right, Justin brought what we're drinking today. What do we got? We got some yellow spot, man. This is some high premium stuff. It is uh, kind of hard to find right now. Yeah, let's take a look at it. So it's yellow spot, single pot, still Irish whiskey, aged 12 years. Nice. By Mitchell and Sons. It's imported, man. It's the real stuff. Yeah, Dublin. Product of Ireland. Well, we figured it's uh, St. Patty's Day. and uh, You don't have any green on. I don't. Face. I've got black. Wait, I got green. Camo. Hat. I don't count. Suck on that. Uh, yeah, you don't have green on. Is that green? <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> oh wait, you're colorblind. You wouldn't know if you had green on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put tags in my clothes to tell me what color they are. Well, you know they're how to spell first. Actually, I can't. Morgan needs to because I wouldn't know if it's green or not. So yeah, we are uh, we're back at it and um, in person. Justin is here back in town from his trip. So the last time we recorded. Was were you here oh, back geez, for we were, December? That was that was the no. It no, was, I don't um, think we did. We didn't do it. In it was Thanksgiving, man. Holy crap! We did what we were thankful for. I was, yeah, I was in. Uh, I can't remember where I was. Yeah, so we well we did that when you, our last one was on the road. We've done them a couple on the road. I think. Yeah, it was somewhere in Louisiana, I believe. Yeah, yeah so then it was from road. All right, so from Louisiana you came up. So let's 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 wrap up your trip where yeah. you. Came, so from Louisiana, then we went back to Des Moines. To the end of the finish line. Yeah, then we went back to Des Moines. After the first of the year, twenty three, we headed straight back down south. Went through Nashville, uh, down through Georgia or through Alabama, then Georgia, and then spent about two weeks over near Orlando, and then circled back through. We made to North Carolina. Went back through Nashville. Had to cut our trip short. We um, bought some land out here in Iowa. And then um, I'm transitioning to a new job right now, which will be good, and uh, start some training here in about two weeks. And then my wife, Kim, she is going to continue the accountant job and go from there. So well, our, our plan is shortened by about three months. I mean, what do you do? Life happens. But it works out. I mean, like, you're where you need to be, right? Yeah. Like you said. And we hit almost everywhere. I mean, the plan was actually to go from North Carolina straight up the eastern coast, wrap around to Niagara Falls and then chop back down through Chicago and come home. But, you know, God has different plans. What do you do? I mean, I was going to say, God's got a plan. <laughs> yeah. What's the saying? Uh, tell God your plans or it, it, and watch yeah. him laugh. And then watch him laugh. Yeah. Something like that. Something yeah. close. To, trying to be philosophical here, aren't you? Yeah, trying to. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not. So anyway, we're back in person. So I, these will be more, um, Regular. What do you say? More consistent. Yeah. Stable. So, yeah. Yeah. More stable. So I know there's been some ups and downs of recording and not recording and, you know, not that we're here for the for the fame and the fortune, but uh, it makes it hard Just to, like teaching. Uh, <laughs> to, to grow views or whatever. And uh, we did talk about trying to get this to do or we can do it on a video. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, maybe add it. TikTok or whatever. I don't know if that's a good idea or put on YouTube. Wow. So yeah. we're trying to figure that out too. So. Um, eventually, eventually we'll have this on video, I think. Yeah, because honestly, it's just like um, a lot of hobbies we do. We just do it for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and then get out of control. And <laughs> Occasionally. Till our wives tell us uh, we need to just rein it in just a hair. Get real jobs. <laughs> so, yeah. So, with St. Patty's Day, we like to talk about fictional things like leprechauns, right? And Yeah. For, yeah. What, four-leaf clovers? Are those real? They're, they're real, but. I still haven't found a pot of gold at I've the end of a rainbow. I've never seen one that's real, yeah. But uh, So we're going to talk about fictional things here. So we have a list that we're going to talk about, um, and it's our top five fictional characters. And as always, I have a list, and Justin doesn't because I do the work, and he's just the face of the radio. Yeah, but I'm still waiting for those, like I said, blue M&Ms only in my dressing room. I don't yeah. get those yet. He's got a writer in his contract for <laughs> specific things for him to show up. So about that. So we're going to talk about our f top five fictional teachers um we do have some honorable mention so technically it's really going to be about nine um and then from there we're going to talk about 
which one do we did we relate with or which one did we think we were going to be when we started teaching? Yeah. And where do we fall now? So our rookie years of teaching, we we imagined this was the mold that we were going to fall into and and kind of where we've I don't want to say relegated to. I think I think the right word would be evolved to, don't you? Yeah, I like that. Not relegated. That sounds bad. <laughs> we've evolved into whether it's evolved or devolved, I guess. You know, we'll see what we'll see what we pick. But yeah. um um, so these are like in no particular order. Some are newer. Some you might know. Some you you may not know. Um, but number five. So do you want to read number five since you yeah. don't have any? You can start with this. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Number five is Andy Campbell and Strickland. So that'd be Charlie Day and Ice Cube and Fist Fight. This one to me is hilarious. That it made it's a the good list. movie. I mean, it's fairly recent, right? I, I would say that movie was probably maybe – Maybe six or seven years at the most. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. yeah so, um, Charlie Day, obviously, if you don't know, he's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> and then, obviously, Ice Cube is Ice Cube. We but, don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you have not seen this movie and you are a teacher, you gotta, you gotta, even if you're not a teacher, you need to watch this movie. It's, it's pretty good. It's, um, there is some hilarity in that one. Um, so those are just the relationship between, um, you know, uh, Charlie Day and Ice Cube in the movie, they they do really well. And then um, one of the funny things, I think, with Ice Cube is the scene where he's got the, uh, he rolls in the the TV to watch a, a movie or whatever. <laughs> and somebody has a, uh, somebody has a downloaded the, the remote app. The remote app, yeah. And they keep shutting the TV off or whatever. And yeah. I think he ends up taking an ax to the desk, but. You know, but those two play the quintessential teachers, right? Like the, not necessarily good and evil ones, but they play the, the, Teacher, like Charlie Day, is the the student teacher, right? Like we always hear this this verbiage called the the player's coach, the one that's likable, the one that wants to do everything that pleases the kids, and and it's just the cool teacher, um, and and has kind of that teaching style too when you watch him do a little bit of teaching. Yeah. And then Ice Cube is that what the the one that we always think of is that. Not as a burnt out teacher, but the one is lo- who says, "Look, we're going to have some discipline. We're going to have some yeah. structure, and you're going to watch old this." School. Other- yeah, old school oh, teacher. absolutely! Um, and it's just funny to see how they respond when that student is using the remote app, yeah, and, and turning the TV on and off. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie Day is, an, I think, the newer. He's more the new school. Yes, kind of by the book. Yep, you know, he's trying to friend all the. All the kids, whereas yeah. Ice Cube is the, like you said, old school teacher. This is how we do it. You need to fall in line. Um, and then but, they cross paths. But obviously. the irony about that scene, too, is that Ice Cube is trying to be, quote, unquote, hip, right, or cool <laughs> in that scene, right? Like, I've got a TV with a video. Yep. Like, normally, <laughs> I lecture for 45 minutes, and then we have a quiz. Yeah. And, um, and so he's trying to do something fun and in his mind, and the student thinks it's more fun to jack with him right so. yeah and then he loses his shit and so it's, it's pretty good uh i will say there is a scene in the movie that is um it's with charlie day and then his daughter in the movie oh. when um she's at a talent talent show and i'm not gonna not gonna say anything else but you need to watch it. It's called Fist Fight. Yep. I think it was going to call, be called Teacher Fight originally. I think so. That was original. But name, um, yeah, as we looked at it, yeah, he, it's uh, it's definitely definitely worth watching it. So that was number five on a list that Chris found of uh, top fictional teachers. There was a poll or survey or something like that. But yeah, uh, now I'm trying to see how I can keep this up. So we've got it projected on the TV, and I'm. Trying to figure out how it doesn't go to sleep, but so you're the old school teacher who doesn't know technology. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not iPhones. I don't know. Flip phones are where it's at. Oh my gosh. Uh, Number four. This one's a fun one. Okay. Yeah. Number four. We grew up with her, and she's back. It's Miss Frizzle. Oh my gosh. From it Magic School Bus. Generations. Don't. Oh it? my yeah. gosh. I know. Uh, a few years ago, she came back. So I don't know if I forced my kids to watch it or. We just sat and watched it, but uh, I've, I don't know if I enjoyed it more than they did. But Miss Frizzle was always cool when we were growing up. Whether it was I don't know if it was on, it was on PBS. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember when the actual show was. Whether it was Saturday morning or it was after school. Or, well, uh, obviously it was a book way before. Was it? Yeah, it was a book way before it was a video series. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe I had <laughs> that wrong. I just remember what's his name from uh, Star Trek. Used that to was have- Reading Rainbow. 
Reading Rainbow, but he used to have Mitch's School Bus as part of the show. Was that part of it? I think it, it was, yeah. just branched out on its yeah. own? Oh. And then, it, like, he would start reading, I thought, and then, like, it would just go right into the the animation. Maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, no. But, you know. I, know I wasn't drinking at nine, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm not making this up. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and uh, digress here. And when we're talking about PBS, sorry. They're not funding your, us, by the way. They're not funding <laughs> us. But, uh, hey, it's free TV, and it's there's some good stuff there. Um, do you remember the show Square One? Oh my gosh, yes. When we were students, oh, there'd be days where we we'd uh, go ahead and the teacher would bring in the TV. Yep, roll it in, and we would watch Square One. Yeah, there wasn't on any PBS. There's Apple TV or screens or any of that junk. It was no, it was a, it was PBS. It was, it was a was massive TV. They just rolled it in on the cart on the cart, and there was there was a couple. Oh man, my favorite thing on there was the. Um, they were they were detectives. They were math yeah. detectives. Yeah, you're right. I loved that show. Yeah, um, but I just remember the newscast always. And oh, it, and yeah. it, it just like it was just weird. Like I remember just seeing students up there doing the news, and it just almost seemed a repeat of what was actually going on. But yeah, yeah. Oh, and I so a few years ago, it's probably been five now. Uh, I can't. We watched it. We were like in third or fourth grade, maybe I think. So I actually found it on YouTube, and it was the math one. I can't remember what it was called, but they were the math detectives. Maybe that's what it's called. And I tried to play it if in a math class, just one day in math class with this group. Trying to be a hip teacher. Trying to be hip and cool, and hey, I liked this, and they did not. They so probably didn't even know what it was. They didn't, and it was not HD, and it was... <laughs> I got a kick out of it. I might even actually have to find that again. But yeah, we might have to look at it. Yeah, Miss Frizzle. I mean, she always shrink or whatever you would do and go wherever. I, I always thought that was a cool show, and I think you, know you learned a lot. What's funny about that teacher is there never seemed to be like any student to student conflict in that show. Yeah, and a lot of times, like that's usually what you're solving, right? Or it was not, strictly learning. Yeah, or not even like kids like pushing back on anything she wants. There was no, like, complaining ever. Well, it was a cartoon. <laughs> and so. Or, like, there was never a bus, like, really breaking down, and you have to transition buses to the next one. Like, Or was there? Maybe and we just don't remember. I don't know. Did I, the Magic School Bus ever break down? I'd love to that's know. That's a great question. Like, like when they're in the body, or I know there's one they were in space, but I don't know if it broke down. I don't know. The space one was always a cool one to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, number three of top fictional teachers. Yes, Mr. Feeney. Oh, my gosh. Anybody who has not grown up in this era is missing out. Like, Mr. Feeney was the quintessential teacher. Yeah. Right? Boy Meets World. If you don't, Jeez. if you never watched it, if you're our age, you had to have watched it. I would, oh, yeah. I can't imagine, unless you grew up Amish, which is cool, too. Oh, geez, but uh, yeah. if you had a TV, you it was Boy Meets World, Mr. Feeney. And I think in the new ones, he's also in there. He's, he's retired, but he's... I he's, think he's retired, but yeah, he makes, like, guest appearances. And yeah. But who was the long-haired teacher? The, the oh, one that adopted um, Sean. Yeah, I watched... I saw something. He was just as cool. He was. Um, we're going to have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. He was good, too. Yeah, if we were, um, like, a real podcast, we could be like, hey, so-and-so, look that up while we're talking hey, about this. Hey, I can try to look it up while yeah. we're talking about this, but... Well, I'll talk about Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney was, like... You know what, like... I, I don't know who can trace their motivation to be a teacher back to Mr. Feeney, but you think about some of those epic student-to-teacher conversations he had. They were just phenomenal, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone can trace. If you're a coach, you can trace back the moment the coach who inspired you to be a coach. Most teachers can do the same thing with a teacher. But Mr. Feeney, man, I, I can't believe he's number three. Well, like I said, generational there's no, like, thing. there was no specific oh, order. order of these. Yeah, I'm not ranking these. Oh, um, I thought this was a list you found. No, no, no. I, I mean, Sorry. I found some guys This is an it. unofficial list. We're, we're, we, we should go. have cited our sources. I'm um, sorry. No, he's... Um, oh, what? Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner, Mr. Turner yes. It. Yeah. Yes. Um, that... Yeah, there's some great scenes with Mr. Turner. Like you said, adopting Sean. Then you remember that, like, he gets into the car wreck. Yep. And then this is when Sean is part of a cult, pretty much. And, yep. like, running to get him. Yep. And yep. then, um, you know, he's in there talking to him. And Sean's not a big believer in God, but he, you know, he prays to God that, that Mr. Yep. Turner will be all right. Yep. Um, and then, 
Yeah, you you That's talk a, about who to model as a teacher. You talk about who to model yourself after about re, for relationship wise. Um, but you know, it's just a, it was a good wholesome show. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody in that show was about mentoring and teaching, and no, it yeah, was a good show. And I think there were some, like, you know, we talked about you know, uh, match school bus and you didn't see like conflict or anything like yeah. that. This, it felt like you would see conflict that was relatable, you know, that was real oh, world. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was very, it was a very good show. What's going on with your phone, man? It keeps, I, it doesn't die, but it's going back to, you know, it was it locks out. I don't know how to change that to where it doesn't. I don't have an Apple. Do you know? No, I don't know. Come I don't on, have Apple phones. I have Apple. So I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe but, somebody uh, comment on our website or page. We don't have a website. We do have a, uh, what kind of a, we have an email. What kind of hotel is this? Well, now that you're back, maybe you can do some work. Oh, my gosh. Um, we do have an Instagram they could comment on, and we'll oh, put our most recent a, picture up on there. I should probably there. get Instagram. Yeah, and then we have an email address, bellyuptotheblackboardpodcast at gmail.com, or bellyuptotheblackboardpodcast is our Instagram name. So follow us. So That's a good segue. We'll uh, post a picture from today's episode, and like I said, we're going to try to do some video. We'll figure out how it is. It'll probably be rough at first, but... Um, We'll we'll get it figured out. I think it maybe we'll put some on TikTok, but then will kids see? I don't know because if they ban TikTok, will we? Will then it necessarily what do we do? be TikTok? And then we're, nobody, nobody will know who we oh, are. It's then. Belly up to the backboard, and we're drinking yellow spot right now. <laughs> um, okay, so number two, number two is is probably the most recent. Yeah, is um, his name's Mr. Duncan, Jerry Duncan, but you know him as Mr. D. If you're on TikTok, you probably see a lot of the maybe clips from it. Um, he does have a show. I actually just finished the series on Amazon. 20-minute episodes, eight seasons. I crashed it in a few weeks just because one after the other. Yeah, um, so, yeah, he's a terrible teacher. Oh, he is horrible. My favorite uh, my favorite kind of uh, sequence right now is when they're, it's the actress is his daughter, and uh, she <laughs> plays the temporary uh, principal. For a day. That's his daughter. What? That's his daughter. Is it really? Yeah, that's his daughter. Her name is Amanda something Susan. I'm pretty sure. Sh- yeah, Amanda something in the show, right? Because her nickname is Ass. Yes. Her friends call her Ass. <laughs> but in the in, in real life, Amanda that's Sarah his daughter. Susan? Yeah, if you look at- That's um, his daughter, really? Yeah, if you look it up, and that's why she she seems to be like the worst to him. Oh, okay. Is because, yeah, as in real life. Wow. Um, I'm sure she's a sweet kid, but uh, the principal for the day- is hilarious because she try she goes to fire him right yeah. and then and then the whole like multi series or multi episodes is him trying to keep his job from the principal for the day who has no power and the real principal is like backing her up the entire time yeah and he doesn't know if it's real <laughs> no. he's like he doesn't know what to do no yeah and the the uh, administrative assistant is like. Well, I'll get you a box to pack up. And he goes, she has no real power. And, and he goes, and she goes, well, well, it looks like to me you were just fired. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then what does he do? Does he apply? What does he do? Does he apply somewhere else? Yeah. I, I just saw it. But yeah. Like, uh, yeah, so he's applying, and then he lets him know that he, he quit. And he's like, and that's the assistant principal <laughs> that was playing along with. He's like, what are you talking about? It was a joke. She can't fire you. And he's like. He doesn't know how to react no, to it. Oh. oh, and then there's uh because it starts with him going, "Hey, I I need to leave in the last period of the day, my planning period, for a personal reason." And she's like, "Well, I don't. You can't leave. I mean, you're supposed to be here. We pay you to for contract. <laughs> Just like everybody's yeah. worst nightmare as a teacher, you you have that administrator who is not flexible in any of that, and um." And so it's just kind of a funny. Scene. Yeah, she does a great job on oh, that. That's, she does wonderful. Um, uh, and then uh, one of my favorite ones is when he's talking to his buddy about they call it marking, you know, because they're Canadian, yep. but grading. And he's showing him like it's it's <laughs> essays, and he's not really actually. And I this has popped up on TikTok a couple times, and uh, it's like he finds the smartest kid, and that's the kid that who is the uh, um, the key, basically the yeah, yeah the, key, the key, right? Yeah. So he scores her like a, a ninety or something like that, <laughs> and then. Uh, what he does there, he's like, you know, he says, well, writes on there, like, expected more or something like that. or, um, And then he's like, she'll come in and we'll argue about it a little bit. And, like, then we'll mark her, put her grade up. And and then he's got the kid that is, um, he's he's like a 60% student, right? He's got a grade of 60 throughout the year. And then he, he gives him an 80. He's like, 
great job. <laughs> I've been expecting this. Da, da, da. And like just, oh, it's, it's classic. Yeah, he's a horrible teacher. But, yeah. you know, as fictional teachers go, I think he's probably one of the favorites just because most teachers can relate in some way um, to the th- justification of why he does things he does, right? Like, Yeah, and if it's not him, they can relate to somebody else yeah. On the show? On the show. Yeah. Whether it's a student or whether it's a, another teacher or colleague, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So uh, Mr. D or uh, Jerry Duncan yep. is number, we had him number two. Again, not not a ranking. No. And just, full disclosure, we are not like approving or encouraging <laughs> any of these like shows or behaviors. These are just things that came to mind as we were coming up with names for fictional. All right. Number one. Now, this is an older one. Now, this one I really liked. So it's Jaime or Jamie. I'm pretty sure it's Jaime Escalante. <laughs> it's Edward James Almost, oh, and the yeah. movie is Stand and Deliver. This is an old movie. Old movie. It's uh, it's when he is the math teacher, yep. and he's in an inner city school, yep. and he is trying to get these kids one to focus, you know, to to care about school and and what they're doing, and. Uh, then he ends up doing, it's a 1988 film, so geez, I was six when this came out, yeah. but obviously you watch it over and over again, you know, sometimes, and um, it is actually based on a true story of a high school math teacher, Jaime Escalante, so it's a true story. So it so, can't be fictional. He is fictional. He's not the real teacher. He's based on a real teacher, though. But he's not the real teacher. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you just said the real teacher's name is Jaime. Yeah, but the guy's an actor. <laughs> No, I'll okay. go ahead. But you're right. Let me be honest. I just looked it up. <laughs> okay. We, I thought it was Thank goodness for Google. So anyway, yeah. So. Um, but one that one that comes to mind as you were saying that, like an 80s movie, would be um, Morgan Freeman's movie. Uh, but, what was that one? But isn't that a based off of a real uh, Could have been. Real principle, Maybe too? that doesn't count either. No, I'm pretty sure it was. But, you know, but, but I was just going to say, both movies, Stand and Deliver and the one that Chris is looking up now. Lean but, on me. Yeah, lean on me. Like, you think about, and, and we're going to come to this segment in a little bit, but you think about those teachers that inspired other people to be teachers. When we talk about role models as fictional teachers, like. It is a true story. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All um, those really good ones are, what's the other one? Um, Freedom Riders is yeah, another one. Like and, and, but, but I'm just saying, like, um, you talk about. Today's generation, we, we've talked many times, you and I, Chris, about lack of not only parenting figures, but male figures, like strong male figures that, yes, there was a fine line sometimes that they may have crossed, but they did it with the justification of this is what's best for the, the students. Yeah. And their, their, their righteousness, yes, did have hubris to it at times, but at the same token, they were doing things with the idea that they were going to make their community better. And and I think that's what teachers who are role models are. They're there to make their community better. Um, and we talked about the last five teachers and stuff like that. You you can go down the list. And even though, like, Mr. D, we were jokingly saying he's a horrible teacher, but you think about what that premise of that show is. It's based upon what are the worst parts of teaching or the worst things in teaching. Yeah, and they just put it into to one character. In a comedy. Pretty much. In yeah, a, comedy a comedy skit, right? Yeah. And, and the idea is to bring light to those issues. And and so I, I just I can't take enough away from those fictional teachers about how, and again, we'll come to that segment. Maybe this is a good segue here in a couple minutes. But of where we thought we would be those first one or two years, right, of teaching, and then after 15, 16, 20 years of teaching – where we see we are now. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we do need to go through the honorable mentions because they are great honorable mentions. Um, and, and I may have to argue with you on some of those about being actually in the top five, but yeah, they could definitely <laughs> shuffle. So, um, yeah. So Jaime Escalante, it's a great movie. If you've it never seen stand movie. and deliver. Yes. Um, if you're younger, you need to watch It's, it's just a great movie. And last if couple hours of spring break right now, go watch them. Yeah. If you're like, God, I don't want to go back to school on Monday. God, it's just spring break. Watch stand and deliver and it'll at least motivate you for a day and a half or a half a day. One of the two, but it's a great movie. It's 1980s. Um, there's another one called summer school. I think is what it is. Yep. And it's got the guy from, uh, is it CSI? Yeah. No, not CSI. 
Let's no, it. it is CSI. Is it? I think so. Look it up. You got uh, the computer. I do have the computer. That's a good one, too. Why don't you talk about uh, How about uh, School Lecture. Rock? School Rock can't be a good one, is it? Jack Black's character? I did not put him in there. Nah, I don't think so. Hey, honorable mentions. We'll do the first one. So we have Sean McGuire, which for those of you who have seen Goodwill Hunting would know that's Robin Williams. Mark Harmon. That's the guy. Mark Harmon and Summer School. Yeah, we're bouncing around. He's got two of them. I thought there was two Summer Schools. No, it's Mark Harmon. Well, at least you He's did. He's in NCIS. At not least you NCIS. didn't come up with uh, Behringer for uh, um, Substitute. Oh, that's a good <laughs> <laughs> that one is if you're at the end of your rope. Or um, the other movie I was going to watch was um, with uh, Michael Douglas. But oh. it's not It's not, It's not. not a teacher movie. No, Falling Down? Yeah. No, that's not a teacher movie. No, no teacher take your cues from that movie. If you're struggling, do not watch Stan no. uh, Falling Down. No, Falling Down, no. Yeah. Anyway, you'll go down a dark path. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, Sean McGuire, Robin oh Williams, and Good Will Hunting. So technically... Would you call him a teacher? He's actually. I, mean, I would he, call him a mentor. Yeah, which he's more you, of a counselor. You could say as a teacher. I mean, and he's in essence, teaching things, yes, right? but yeah. a mentor. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was probably what we were thinking when when the list was created. Was you didn't think anything. You didn't do any of this. I brought this up. You did not bring him up. <laughs> no, yeah. So great. He's a mentor, and hopefully, you guys have watched Good Will Hunting, but it, it's such a great movie. Yeah, but uh, so so in thinking of why he's an Auburn, so what what makes him a great teacher? What like one thing if you could say this is the closing argument on why he's a good teacher? Like, uh, so he so Matt Damon's the other character, and he's Will Hunting, mm-hmm. right? Um, he doesn't let Matt Damon get away with any type of excuse. Yeah, he calls him on the carpet for you know he's going through this counseling with him. Um, and Robin Williams has gone through so much in his life, and they'll eventually get to it. But he doesn't allow um, Matt Damon's character to to get away with any excuse of why he is the way he is. Yeah. And he, I mean, he pinpoints exactly what he's thinking, and um, it's it's just a great movie all around. Yeah. And that is based on a true story. Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, it was written by Matt Damon and, uh, and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. So that's how they got into Hollywood. That's well, not a true story. I'll agree with you, though. Like, I, I think it is the pinnacle of accountability from a teacher of any kind. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the idea that you acknowledge it, because he does. He acknowledges that Will Hunting has had trauma yep. and has had a rough go at things. But yet he also points out, look, you're not the only one who, you know, has trauma and has had pokes in the eyes and punches in the nuts, right? Like, we've all been there. Yep. And we there's no quantifiable way to say your experience is worse than mine. Yeah. Um, and so through that connection, um, and I like it because Robin Williams' character is honest and he is open. Like, he doesn't make up that he has trauma. Like, he literally pours out his trauma. Agreed, yeah. And I think one of the most, to me, one of the most powerful scenes is when they're talking about uh, Will Hunting's abuse. Um, Mm -hmm. And he talks about how his dad used to lay, like, a belt, a wrench, something else out, like, on the table. And he had to pick what he was beaten with, basically. And, you know, Robin Williams... Character's like, well, I got to go with the belt. Right. And uh, he's like, no. He's like, the rent. It was a wrench. Your I wrench. Think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest thing. Yeah. And he's like, why? He's like, well, because fuck him. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's basically yeah. you know, the reasoning. So yeah. it's it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, But uh, yeah, so Sean McGuire, honorable mention. Probably put him in honorable mention because he's more of a counselor or mentor. Yeah. Not a teacher, technically. Not a quote unquote traditional teacher. Um, uh, the second honorable mention. Yeah. And the only reason why I think I threw her in here <laughs> was because. This is one of my favorite shows. And it's Lily Aldrin <laughs> yeah. from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, so she's an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. And every now and then when she talks about her job, they'll like show it and how crazy it is um, being an elementary school teacher. And I can only imagine because thank God I don't teach elementary because as much as we say we're saints for teaching, they're like times two league. at least yeah. for teaching Another elementary school to kids. It's just crazy. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about her. I don't know about you. I Li- Lily Aldrin, I think, is great as an honorable mention just for the fact if you watch the show, 
her evolution as a teacher. You talk about when they t- when they when she talks about her job at the very beginning and like those first couple of seasons, she's all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, like I'm going to change the world. These kids are like blank slates, and I'm just going to take them from where they are, and they're going to run the world. And then you watch that like season six, seven, eight, and not that she's become battle hardened, but you can tell her way of doing things as an educator is more refined now. It's not so broad-based as everything is going to be okay. It is, okay, the kids are honestly this way. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. And then, but I have plans, tools, and administrator support to make those changes. And it's just funny, that progression, because I relate to that, and I think a lot of teachers do, is we come into the profession, like Lily did, and the same way, and then... We evolve, right? Yep, and absolutely. Yo, I mean, everybody does. You, As you're going through teaching, you're going to evolve as a first-year teacher to, you know, where we're at with 15, 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things change. Your mindset changes. And, um, you know, maybe you have a, a better way of doing things or a quicker way of doing things. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like you said, that's a great progression from Lily Aldrin. Um, I'm going to go ahead and an honorable mention of honorable mentions <laughs> is Ted Mosby. <laughs> Because technically, he was a professor of architecture. He technically was a fictional one. So we yeah. won't get deep into him. But. I love when he takes on Barney as a student. Uh, to, again, we digress in the show, but uh, Barney is a student, and every like five seconds, Barney goes, "Can we? Can we go outside? <laughs> can we have class outside?" And they're like, "I know that kid. Yeah. I know that student." <laughs> ADHD for sure. Yeah. Yes. So that's a great one. Um, number two, another older one. <laughs> and um, we're just Veronica Vaughn. If you don't know the name, Vaughn. <clears throat> she's from Billy Madison. So she is one of the teachers that uh, Billy had. If you remember the premise of the movie, he had to go back and finish his degree, but he had to start all the way back from uh, kindergarten, kindergarten because his dad paid the school for him to advance. And Veronica Vaughn was maybe third grade teacher. She's like third or fourth, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so she's a good-looking teacher, um, and she was just she was a good teacher for him, I guess. That's not why she's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> she's a great teacher. <laughs> she was – I liked her, and I think she's a great teacher because she, she is the example of the ability to pinpoint what students you can joke <laughs> with, what students you can be uh, difficult with, right? And what students you know you have to be really soft with. And, be careful here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I, I, I chose my words carefully. Um, but I, I, I think as a teacher, we don't know that at the very beginning, right? That is a skill that's difficult to gain. I, and I think you have to teach for many, many years, right, is knowing what students you can push, push, push. And she does. She pushes. Yeah. I mean, she holds him accountable. And obviously, if you've ever yeah. seen Billy Madison, yep. he's an adult. She's an adult. They end up being his girlfriend or whatever. But, like, I think she dunks it, like, damn near drowns him because he's, yeah. he decides to quit at to some quit. point. And, um, she holds him accountable. But Veronica yeah. Vaughn, she's on the list. And he was making fun of uh, a kid because he couldn't do cursive. And yeah. so she she <laughs> challenges him to do. I saw that shirt the other day. I wanted to buy it. Phil Rerudo. Yes. Um, so she but, calls him out. Yeah. So yeah. That was a good, good on her. Uh, the next one, and I, I again, we're showing our age here by teachers, but uh, Mr. Miyagi, man, you gotta love the Karate Kid and his teaching method. Correct. I would call him a teacher for sure. I would say he was one of the first project-based teachers. Oh, nice. Honestly, you think about the real-world experience he, he used to teach uh, Daniel's son. Yeah, how to, paint know, the fence. Do and karate and sand the deck. Sand the deck. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi is an all-time top two. He could probably be on that top list. Okay, so... Yeah, Mr. Miyagi was great, um, and he, he held him accountable. He And he also didn't allow um, other adults to bully kids. I mean, you yes. remember that scene at the very end of uh, Karate Kid 1 mm-hmm. where it's the teacher from Cobra Kai yep. is pushing around his kid and breaking his trophy because he got second yep. to um, Daniel's son. Yep. Right? Daniel, yeah. uh, what's his last name? <laughs> what is his last name? Daniel LaRusso. LaRusso is Italian. He is Italian. Yeah. How yeah, did you not know that? I don't know. You guys all know I, each other. I did. You? I said it. I just forgot. Uh, so, yeah. So then, like, he and go, he stops him from obviously bullying the kid. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, Mr. Miyagi, he could have been on a on a um, top five, but uh, I put him on the honorable mentions list just for the fact that he wasn't a quote unquote teacher in a classroom. But yeah. he was still he's still a great teacher. Well, and the other one uh, we might have missed up there, Robin Williams reminds me of. Um, Dead Poets uh, Society? Dead Poets Society, yes. Yeah. You know, I was going to put that on there, but I have watched it once, and I don't remember. Um, I, you know, like, I I honestly think this list is probably arbitrary, just in the sense of, I mean, we all kind of think to ourselves what a good teacher is and what a bad one isn't. Yeah. Uh, or is, and um, I'm sure those characteristics could be interchangeable for many of people, but no, this is a good list. I like it. I like the honorable mentions. I like the idea that there's... There's a lot of portrayals of quote unquote good teachers and yep. well that's why it's the top not the bottom well our right. top our top yeah your top yeah. oh my top okay your so top. is there anybody other than Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society <laughs> is there anybody else that you see that we should have on there no i mean if i if i were to think outside the box and just say a teacher is any Anybody who I would consider a, a mentor, yeah. I, I think that broadens our list. But, no, I think that's a great list. I mean, I, I think, again, there's so many people, fictional-wise, um, growing up, shows. I mean, think about it. We used to, in our generation, we had uh, TGIF. Remember yep. that? And uh, for those of you who are too young to remember that, it was the Friday night lineup. Yep. And there was, like, four main shows and yeah. Carl Winslow, I could consider a teacher. Teacher, he taught, yeah, right? yep. um, from uh, Family Matters. You know, even uh, Al Bundy at some point, I could say. <laughs> he taught some <laughs> Some people. Uh, taught me not to be, <laughs> right? Like um, um, From Roseanne, the dad, uh, Dan, he, yeah. you know, he kind of mentored, um, you know, the boyfriends or whatever of yep. his two daughters. I, I could see that. Um, uh, you know, I, I thought about Saved by the Bell, yeah. but I couldn't think of a teacher other than... Um, well, the principal. Yeah, I, Mr. Belding. Mr. Belding for the most part. But then there again, he was always kind of this bumbling, stumbling administrator who was trying to be friends with. A bad teacher, if you remember his brother. Oh, yeah. That was going to take them on a, um, a rafting trip yes. and then had to bail at the and last minute. And he last. always had Belding cover for him. But you remember in those days, bad teachers were portrayed as unstable. Like, not unstable. Um... <laughs> You couldn't count on them. Inconsistent. You're right, right, right. Yeah, you couldn't count on them. Um, I would say, um, uh, what was Will Smith's show? Um, Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah, his uncle. Carl. Not Carl. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uncle Carl, yeah. Carl. Um, There's so many scenes in that show that um, I had never experienced anything like they would talk about, and yet... It was so relatable, right? Just the emotional rawness of what they were going through. Yeah. Um, the one that really sticks out when he um, really takes care of him is is when Will Smith's dad comes mm-hmm. into town and he you know promises a bunch of stuff and hangs out with him and then uh, all of a sudden he bails. Yep. And you know he kind of goes, um, you know Will Smith's character can't handle it and like he's a he's mad but it's more of that he's upset than he's. Yeah. And uh, he takes care of him there. Well, yeah, disappointed, and uh, so yeah, I, w- I would say no. This is a good list, and I'm sure those of you who are listening can come up with other examples, which is great because I think we need that. I think we the the more we can portray teachers in a positive spotlight, and the more we can portray the plight of teachers and how difficult it is, I think the better that is. Yeah. So I think if uh, you're listening to this, whether it's in your car or whatever, and you think of, an, of a, a person. Uh, you know, shoot us a quick image of them on Instagram, you know, email it to us or whatever, or you see us in, in person, talk to us. Um, one that just popped up, I, I typed in bad teachers, and the one that I have to laugh about is uh, Patches of Hula Hands. Oh, stop Dodgeball. it. Stop it. Um, and then there's Mr. Strickland from uh, yeah. Back to the Future. So Mr. Strickland. let's go ahead and get back to top top teachers. Okay, so we talked about who would you relate to when you started out. Yeah. So or who, you, those, who I wanted to be like. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Fictional teacher-wise, that's hard to say because, again, I mean, some of these were – some of these fictional teachers were there when we were starting and some weren't. Um, 
I honestly would say I modeled a lot of my teaching from a, a teacher who's out in California. Um, who wrote a couple books, Golden Apple Teacher Award, and that would be Rafael Escalante. Um, or Esquez. Esquez, yes. I'm sorry, I was reading the, the screen behind you. But um, he, um, he, after reading his books, man, I... I tried. I idolized that guy. I tried to, to fabricate what he had created in, you know, 10 plus years of teaching. Um, and and that's kind of the trouble of going from zero to 60 within a matter of one teaching year, right? Is you can't reproduce something of that quality. Um, yeah, but that's not what we asked you. No, you asked me a fictional. 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 I, I don't think I, I don't know if I had a, a fictional teacher I based my teaching off of. What did you want to do when you first started teaching? I what, wanted to create a project-based real-world educational setting. And that's what Raphael – So, because he had in his classroom, which was an elementary school, yeah. uh, and it was like 90% non-English speaking students. So, okay. like first year – and that um, fit for where you were at. It did. Right? And what we were trying to do is the guy literally had a – it wasn't a – I want to say a full-fledged token <laughs> economy, but kids, when they came to school, they literally would earn, quote-unquote, a paycheck. Yep. Um, they had a banker. They had somebody who was responsible for the, the accounting, for taxes. They had somebody who was accountable for attendance. Like, it was a self-sustained classroom is from my understanding – um, every student in that classroom either was paired with somebody who had a responsibility or they had a responsibility. Um, at the end of every week, each student would get a pay stub, okay. which would show the balance of their bank account. Um, at any time, they could go to the quote-unquote bank, which was a couple people who knew what the balance of all the kids were. At the end of every month, they would hold an auction for items that were donated to the classroom. So they're the, talking about like TV nice. stuff. And yeah. the kids could use their checking account and balance account to buy things. Um, but it wasn't just that. They literally would put on a play, a Shakespearean play every year. Um, and these are kids who spoke no English coming in. So third, fourth, fifth graders, no English. They would put on a full-fledged uh, Shakespearean play. Um, every year and they would have notable guesters like Ian McClellan was a guesser there's at one point wow and they performed a Shakespearean play for him um, but those are the things like when I look at what I was really wanting to accomplish as a first year teacher I wanted to do now to think that that was something that I could do in hindsight with no tools or skills or experience Backing. was pretty, yeah, was pretty naive, right? Like but I can't put yeah. that, but you think about like what experience those kids had and the growth they would have had, um, if that could have been the part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why I kind of went for, you went from, I mean, your, your endorsement was in PE. But well, that's not right. Was it physical physical education? It was physical education with but, a small background in math. Like so, I. But have yours a, was different than. I mean, you were very similar to me to where. Yes. Not that we were both PE because I was social sciences, but your first job was in special ed, right? Yes, first job was yep. academic special ed. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, same thing. Um, so I I remember that I like how you were talking about that, and I, I know when I worked at. Uh, while I was teaching, I worked part-time at Sylvan mm -hmm. uh, out in West Des Moines, and they kind of did a token economy, too, after you did so many things. Like, you earned tokens, and then they had, like, the the bin or the, the closet that had all the stuff there. So um, I think that's a great way to to do that. Um, for, for me, like, I, I was social sciences, and then my first job was in uh, behavior right. for a special ed. Um, but I always thought, like, you know, when I realized I wanted to become a teacher, it wasn't like one of these fictional characters like you, right? Mine was, um, I had multiple teachers in high school that I really enjoyed having their class. I really enjoyed being around them. I still talk to them today. Mm -hmm. um, but I, my goal was to give kids the experience that I had of, enjoying the class, enjoying the people around you, enjoying the high school experience. Now, obviously the learning and all that falls together, mm -hmm. but I think it's that relationship building was like, 
that's why I went into teaching is because I wanted somebody to enjoy the experience at our school that I had. And now obviously those teachers were gone, but I know I had teachers where I took a class, not because I cared what the subject was, but it was who was teaching it. Yeah. So that was that relationship that I was hoping to build with the kids I taught. No, that makes sense. And I mean, it's not really different now, but when we were going through the ranks of, of becoming a teacher, there was a real attendance issue um, in schools. Yep. And, you know, we come from that era where the motto is 90% of any success is showing up. And and we were realizing that the majority of our battle as, as soon-to-be teachers wasn't teaching kids. It was getting them there. Yeah. And to do that, like you just said, building that relationship, but then also trying to teach kids that – you have to be present or in the building at least, right, to gain something. And um, I know that's a battle now. I mean, how many times have you had a class or a project or spoken to a, a teacher in the gener- general education setting that were like, that kid's behind because they missed for the last five days, not because they can't. I mean, how often do you hear a teacher say they can't? They don't have the skills to do it. We hear – well, they've been gone for nine of the last yeah. 12 days, right? It's not about skill. It's about you need to be there. Um, and while you were talking, I had my computer pulled up, and I was trying to remember the quote that I think we both kind of, I would say, modeled our teaching by. I mean, because we build relationships with kids. Build relationships yeah. with kids. Is, um, people, don't know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. And I think that's a great quote, and it's, Teddy Roosevelt, um, about, I think I would say, and you can tell me I'm wrong, um, about how we kind of, we teach our classes or we're in our classes. It's it's about building that relationship with those students because you're not going to get as much out of them if they don't understand how much you care about them. Yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I I think a lot of people today, especially in education, confuse the, the the idea that those are synonymous, caring about a kid and then telling them that you care, right? Like, yeah. I think, I'm, I'm thinking about even myself. Like, somebody goes, hey, I, I really care about you. I'm going to go, bullshit. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just met you. Like, how do you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you do it through and, actions, not through words. Yeah, exactly. Actions yep. speak louder than words. And and it's funny because that's also the irony with, with young kids is, they do something and then they go, why didn't it mean to do that? And you go, well, but your actions said you did. And, yeah. and they have that deer in the headlights look like, well, that's not what I just told you. Like, you don't believe me? And it's like, actions do speak. And and you're right. I think the idea that kids have to see that action, and it's more than just showing up to after school activity or practice, right? Yeah. It's and not you standing in the doorway of the gym watching them shoot hoops. That's, that's not going to tell a kid you care about. No. I, I will say, though, it's not. There's better things you yes. can do. But I think it does, and kids can tell me I'm wrong, but I do think that does. if they see you there, I think that that's a little bit. Now, it's it's more of the, um, you know, making sure, hey, you need to get this done because you need this class because you need to graduate. That stuff like that, I think, is showing it more than, like you said, being at an actor school activity. You're right. And I, I think where I was going was it is the – was I it not is, on the right path? No, 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 no. You, you, you were. <laughs> it's the impression that that you were. I always call it on top of things, but it's that follow up. So, even though a kid, even though a kid may not see you standing in the door watching them shoot hoops, it's the idea that the next day you went, "Hey, you know what? Like I was watching you shoot hoops yesterday, and they go, you were like that's weird." And you go, "No, no, no. Like, do you mind if I give you a piece yeah. of advice? Like." Like, when you were shooting, like, I don't know anything about basketball, but when you were shooting, I noticed, like, you kept looking over to your left. Like, is there a reason for that? And then it's just that probing question. And then they realized, like, oh, crap. Like, it's not that he's the weirdo standing in the corner. It's, oh, man, he he really does. Like, he kind of wants to help me. Like, there's that kind of equity that you begin to build. Yeah. Um, And I think that's the bigger piece. And it's not... Uh, you know, and for the longest time, I was a little angry about the trade-off. Like, what do you mean I got to go to a basketball game or a wrestling meet or something else after school? Like, I'm going to go pick my kids up instead. But, like, it get, began to dawn on me. Like, I can spend 20 minutes at 3.30 
until four, right? Like yeah. Or half an hour. I, I could probably stand in the doorway or sit on the, the bottom bleacher and, and watch this practice or do something. Now, I, I get what you're saying. And yeah. I, I like that. And it's not because, like, I'll try to go, if I can, I, I'll go to act, after school activities or games. And it's now the nice thing is I can bring my kids, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not that you're there because they may see you there. They may but not it's, either. Yeah. Then they may not. But it's the, the next day, like you're saying, hey, Great job last night. You, you guys really worked harder. You like you can pinpoint something that they did. They did specifically because yes. they know that oh, you really were paying attention. And then they're going to be more open to you saying, "Hey, you you didn't do very well in your social studies exam, your uh, you know American history exam yesterday." Yep. Or it looks like, "Hey, you're missing your book report for so and so in English." Like, what is it that we can do? Like, can I can can I help you? Like, do I need to Google something? Like, as you throw out ideas, then they're going to be more receptive to that. Correct, because um, it's not just in school; it's out of school as well. That you're yeah. you're paying attention to them. Yeah, and and I I think that's a great. And it's just like with parents. Like, how many times did you call a parent in that first week of school? Not for something negative, but you were like being proactive. You're like, I'm gonna intentionally call this parent who I know the last five years they've received a negative phone call about their kid first day of school, and I was gonna do something positive. Yep. Like, hey, your kid was on time. I really appreciated them saying please, thank you. Like, it was awesome. I just wanted to let you know. I look forward to talking to you in a few weeks when we follow up about anything else that may yep. come up. Makes a big difference. Boom. And if that like, first thing you you say to them is a positive interaction, yeah, right. Then when you call home, like, hey, this is what happened today. Not yeah. a great day. They're going to be more apt to open to be open and listening to that yeah. because they know that you're not just calling because of negative things. You yeah. have that that positive part as well. And I love doing it too because I always I always loved hearing what was the first response from parents. Like when you said, "Hey, this is uh, you know Justin Russell from so and so school district. How are you doing today?" Yeah. And a lot of times, if you heard that, well, it depends. Like, what are you going to say <laughs> yeah. next? Like, what do they do now? You knew that I had to make a note about that parent, like. This is a parent that I really need to make sure I give some positives, emails, texts, whatever, in the next couple of months because they're going to be the ones that are going to be the most hesitant to positive news yep. because they're always going to be waiting for the shoe to drop. Exactly. And so um, I think there's, like I said, I've taken that probably from some of those fictional teachers. Um, but what I've also, as I look at those positive, those, those fictional teachers we were talking about, they were not... I don't want to say they were battle-hardened, but I don't want to say they were rainbows and sunshines and unicorns either. Yeah. Like, they were okay and with being, I don't want to say forward either. I guess the best, that would be the lack of better terms. But they were comfortable with being forward with people. Yeah. Like, Blunt. Hey, yeah, blunt, I guess you could say. Yep. Look, we love your kid. You love him as a parent. I love him as a teacher. They. This is what happened today. It's not that they're a bad kid. This is what happened this is what we expect. Hey, yeah. what can we do next time? You know, uh, 100% agree. And almost every teacher up there was like that. Um, I will say, okay, so the last thing we're going to do is like, and not not to cut you off. No, and, you're fine. Because you're rambling because you've been drinking. I have but, been, uh, yes. So the, the one is like, where were you at when you started? Where are you at now? Now, I'm going to answer this for both of us because I had a yeah. kid talk to me the other day um, about how like, so last year they were fi- doing – they were working on your room, right? Because mm-hmm. we were doing some remodeling, and we shared a room, yeah. right? And he was like, "God, they would get into arguments all the time. We're like, <laughs> they'd argue with each other." I'm like, "If you really thought they were like really mad at each other, I go, you don't really know us at all." He's like, "No, because Mr. Russell would take us out to the to the uh, the South Gym because we'd sometimes change venues, right? Because he couldn't, he wouldn't, didn't want to be in there with you." I'm like. Dude, if you think that's the reason why <laughs> he's went to the South Gym, I mean, you don't really know us very well. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to answer for both of us. We are uh, Charlie Dana yeah. <laughs> Ice Cube <laughs> in Fist Fight, apparently. Apparently in some but, kids' uh, minds. Because we've known each other since first grade. Yeah. And uh, so teaching together in the same room, we could give each other shit all the time. Yeah. And if you didn't know us, you could be, man, they really don't like each other. And even they, if we were are. mad at each other, guess what? 24 hours later, <laughs> it that. didn't matter. <laughs> so it's like, you really don't know us if you really think that we were that mad at each other. <laughs> but it was just, oh, man. That is funny. He said that, like, it was like last week, I think. I'm like, man, you just, I guess, maybe it seemed like that. They're but not as perceptive as they think. They no. Are. And most of them know, but some of them don't. Like how 
close we are, obviously, but uh, it was just kind of funny. So, so I would say, let's see here. Uh, I told you how I started out. I would say I'm probably close to. I feel like I'm like Mr. Feeney. I mean, if you think about Mr. Feeney, he gave a lot of quote unquote heart to heart lectures. Actually, I, can you answer this one because you don't teach anymore? Yes, I can because it, I don't think so. What do, what do you think as a teacher? Someone who's licensed in a classroom? Yes. No, come on, man. You're like <laughs> oh, you're worse than you're worse than those surveys we get. Like, do you see. have a you mentor? Are, do you have somebody you can talk to? You are honestly? Cameron Diaz like, from Bad Teacher. Is what I think you are. You're Mr. I'm, D. I'm Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungover. Do you know what that means? <laughs> um, no, it means I was drunk yesterday. <laughs> no, I like I said, I. I see, I, I think I really started out as, like, a Mr. Miyagi type. Um, like I said. Well, that's racist. Well, you're racist. <laughs> um, we're not on video yet. Um, but then I, I, like I said, in the aspect of a lot of probably rambling and lectures and trying to do heart-to-heart stuff. Because um, as a teacher, you, you, I think the hidden evil of what we do is you do want to connect with a kid on that yeah. level, right? Like. You want to have that one kid that comes back in 20 years and says, you know, you saved my life. And I think that's the hidden kind of. Yeah. And what's funny is you don't know that until like no. 20 years later. They don't usually talk to you Not until that like. that's what you do it for. Like, but I think, yeah. No, but it, it's one of those things that like when you have a kid that five years after they graduate or whatever and, and they actually like, they say something. Yeah. You, you don't realize how much of an impact you made. Yeah. Until they tell you, and, and they're not usually going to tell you until they're grown up a little bit more and yeah. realize what you did for them. Yeah. It's uh, not easy to do. So Mr. Miyagi was your starting? No, he was, yeah, he was probably my starting, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end of your career? Probably Mr. Afini. Okay. Yeah, I oh, wasn't like, a Mrs. Frizzle. You weren't Mrs. Frizzle? <laughs> I didn't, didn't have, have a magic head. school bus to, <laughs> um, I may And you know what? Because you know me better than most people or most anybody, and... Um, I don't know if you agree to this, but I, I think I devolved almost to a Mr. D-like probably my last three or four months of teaching. <laughs> uh, I was I was getting pretty close. Um, and for you administrators out there that had me, I deeply apologize. And I know I, I apologize to those AEA people that were my support staff um, already multiple times. But, uh, yeah, it um, – it got bad, and um, but I do appreciate the flexibility and understanding that a lot of people around me had. Cause <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, you were checked out. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, like, when I started, I was I was debating between like Jaime Escalante mm-hmm. and Sean McGuire, Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting, and since I didn't really do math, but like, I think that was the biggest thing is like that relationship, trying to save every kid and, like, pouring yourself into them and trying to, like, fix everything. Yeah. Now, with uh, Robin Williams or Sean McGuire in Goodwill Hunting, he had a lot of that very similar, like, he went through some um, some rough stuff. And, and that was some parts, I think, it was tough for me because, yes, I, I went to the same school I teach at, mm-hmm. but, like... I did not have to go through the same things a lot of the kids that I teach went through. So as much as you try to um, understand and empathize, it's hard when you don't go through it, but you do the best you can. So that's kind of where I was at was uh, Sean McGuire, Goodwill Hunting, um, is when I started out at. Now, um, man, where am I at now? I think I bounced back. There was a there was a little while where I think I was like Mr. D of just like <laughs> you and probably the end of last year. Like when you were. I think there were there were things that like for me, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I think we I think But I think there's a teacher, cycle. I you do go too. Through. I think every teacher yeah. can say that and So I think now I I'm gonna go ahead and say Feeney and I'm stealing your like because Yeah. Now I've, Jesus, I'm like the old veteran now. Um, which is crazy to think, but well, I feel like Ice Cube some days when he was trying to do the TV with technology. Like yep. I, I just yeah. we don't I have axes at school though, <laughs> so we can't do that. That's a true point, but you know how it is. Like technology has been such a huge part of teaching now, and I'm just I get lost sometimes. Like especially when you're trying to connect to Apple TV for the fifth time oh. and it's disconnected, and you're like, I have this really great clip, guys. I, I swear, right, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's. 
I think that's pretty good. Man, we've done an hour. <laughs> it always flies by, buddy. It really does. Um, we'll, we'll do this again. We'll uh, we'll figure out our next topic next time. But uh, anything else you you wanna you wanna say? We'll be in. It'll be more consistent. Yeah, see it. yeah, I know. I think uh, Chris and I are talking about or trying to figure out a uh, probably a kind of more, like a weekly thing or every other week thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. We'll try you, to get something out better. You know, and we'll uh, we'll get it figured out. But uh, yeah. other than that, you got no, anything? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, happy St. Patty's Day! If you're yeah. listening to it, I'm gonna try to upload it. Ah, I take that back. Not happy St. Patty's Day because it'll be. Um, Probably tomorrow when I load this up. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you don't have a headache. And uh, fast forward always. Yeah, we'll we'll be in touch in about a week or so. So yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Yeah.